Hello and welcome back to the field trip to Red Larch. This is episode two. Before we get in to tonight's show, I do want to take a quick moment to apologize for the audio quality in last week's episode. And unfortunately, this week's episode sounds very similar. You will notice a decided difference between this intro and then the actual play. We are still investigating exactly what happened. I think it has something to do with uh, the compression, as well as when I added all the uh, special effects and such. But we are working very hard to make sure that we can bring the uh, audio quality back up to what our standards were prior. So I believe we probably had a bunch of new listeners tune in because of uh, some of our recent episodes. And I'm really frustrated, honestly, that uh, (laughs) that's the first episode that many of you may have listened to. Uh, And unfortunately, this one is not much better as far as it sounds sort of hollow and tinny. And um, I do have a plan in place to fix it. Essentially, I'm going to have to re-edit the entire episode. Unfortunately, I don't have time to do that and stay on schedule. So I'm going to go ahead and release episode two uh, on schedule three and then four, which right now I think I've got it figured out. So three and four will be markedly better, Uh, but I'm going to go back and re-edit one and two and re-upload them, but unfortunately I just don't have the time to do it now. So anyway, on to tonight's episode. This is the field trip to Red Larch, episode two. So Rocky uh, is our DM. You know him as Laughing Joker on Twitter. He's also the Dragon Moon DM. Uh, He is running our characters through the opening segment of the Princes of the Apocalypse module. Uh, For characters, I am playing a fire genasi named Valshan, who is a... um, Sorcerer with the Wild Magic class feature. Michael F., or Michael, as he is known, is playing a Water Genasi cleric named Saltaba. And then Jared is playing a Earth Genasi druid named Bantar. We spent the first episode exploring the town of Red Larch and learning about all of the many mysteries and rumors that are surrounding some recent activity. We did some investigating. We took a bath. And uh, now we are ready to go out and actually start doing something about what's going on in the town. At least that's the plan. Uh, I do want to thank BattleBards once again for lending us some of their special effects. And I also want to give a shout out to Tabletop Audio. Uh, There are quite a few sound effects and ambient sounds that I'm using from that program as well. And then also there's some things I'm taking off of freesound.org. Like everything else, I'm learning uh, the uh, the special effects editing. It's fun. I'm really enjoying it. But uh, there's a learning curve there, and I'm not quite sure I'm ahead of it yet. But hopefully, this episode will sound a little bit a little bit better than last week's. And trust me, episode three and four sound decidedly better. So with all that out of the way, onto the show once again. Field trip to Red Larch, episode two. So you can tell by the wooden that this wooden building started off small, but now there's various add-ons and it in almost every direction, and it, you can tell it's at different times and everything. So it's it's a quite larger now. It smells absolutely delicious. She, you can see that she's in there like her name is Mintra Mendiver, but she goes by Minnie, and she's in there. She's actually closing up the shop now. Everybody in this town must be like 500 pounds because everything in here is delicious. So there's actually two poultry shops, but uh, this one is kind of like the local favorite one. And you can smell the roasted chickens and delectable herbs fill this room. And behind the counter is a large brick hearth with a fire going. 
and a long metal stick that puts the chickens a couple of feet above the fire, rotated every once in a while by an older woman who you recognize as Minnie, uh, wearing a brown dress and apron who greets you with a smile as you walk in. Welcome. Are you, you here for the, the late night special? Uh, that sounds excellent. At least one of us is. She's like, well, I, well uh, I point to my large friend. because it's so close to closing time, we always sell uh, two chickens for the price of one. And so she's, she takes, like, the stick, and she starts, like, she takes the stick off, and she starts taking the chickens off of the stick. That's quite the deal, then. Um, we'll take uh, two chickens, then. You can leave mine on the stick. Well, she can't leave it on the stick, because the stick is what she uses. It's like a big, long metal stick she cooks with. Uh, do you have, I mean, like, I was just looking at it. Like, do you have a stick from, like, you know, maybe a wood stick? Yeah, she has, like, wooden skewers. Like, she puts it through, and she's like, there you go, sir. I might have my And she gives it to you, and, uh, like, they're, they've been, like, treated with, like, just soaked in water. So that when the, like, if you want to heat it up over your fire, like, it doesn't burn the stick up. Uh, it's just like a skewer, basically. Well, we actually came to speak with you about uh, these uh, these goings on of town, talking about ghosts. Uh, do you know anything about the ghosts? Ghosts? No. She says, uh, I. She's like, my granddaughter, pal. She claims she saw a ghost, but I mean, I I don't know if it's true or not. Like, I I you could check it out yourself, but. I told her to stay away from there now. So she was just playing in the hills, and I think she stumbled upon one of the old tombs because there's, like, several tombs to, like, throughout the hillsides and stuff. And she said, I think she just stumbled in near one of those or something. But whether it's whether it's real or not, I don't really know, but... Is your... Uh, and what of the ghosts at the quarries? I've heard rumors about them, but I, I don't think that's true. Like, the... Uh, I think that's made up. Ah, uh, well, apparently your gears have wisened you, and, uh, the, your daughter, is she, uh, imaginative type? Well, like any, like any kid, she, she, she does have a bit of an imagination, but sometimes she wanders a little too far. Six, we no, we, we normally don't let them play in the, six miles. in the woods by themselves, but there was a couple of them up there, and the, the hills around here are pretty safe, so. Well, um, take care of your daughter, and we will take care of these chickens. Mind if we follow her around for a little bit? Follow uh, who around? <laughs> no, I'd be like, I, I'd say that, I'd be like, he does not, he means, like, to, to keep her safe. We we won't do anything. Uh, Bantar, they... What they, did I say this I'd time? Ixne like, Alofe. Oh. Earl Gay. I'd be like, I'd speak in Primordial, and I'd I'd be like, um, no, they, they think you mean you're, like, uh, trying to, like, be crazy. That's why you guys told me to stop talking to people when you're trying no, to... No, 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 that's you, right, I forgot. You, I'd be like, no, you need to practice, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it'd be like, it's fine, brother, then uh, you can speak uh, whenever you want to. We we are... We will let you know if something is amiss. We are we are proud of you. Hashtag raised by wolves. <laughs> Hashtag raised by Hasahogwin. <laughs> but uh, before we leave, I would ask uh, Minnie if she has a gold coin that she would be willing to trade for ten silver. She says, sure. Okay. I'd be like, in Primordial, I'd be like, why do you keep doing this? She does that. She gives you change, and she gives you a gold coin and takes your ten silver. Right, I'll tap the, the uh, gold on the counter as I walk out, and then I'll start checking it for the plug. I don't expect to find it there, but I just want to double check. Okay. And the, uh, it's going to be five silver. It's normally five silver for one chicken. So it'd be five for two chickens. 
So, okay. okay. So, you pay for your chickens, and then you get your gold, like, uh, and are you doing it in front of her or not in front of her? No, not in front of her. Okay, so, uh, w after you guys leave and you check it and stuff, it's, it appears to be real. That's kind of what I figured, but I just wanted to double check. So, where were you headed to now? It was like, um, to the hills and to the quarries. Yeah, but I mean, you should probably stop and talk to or to uh, Harbor to Kalesa first. She seems to be the one that people keep saying knows what's going on. Couldn't take five minutes to get some information. Yes, could I, save uh, us a very long walk. This is true. More time for me to practice my accent too. I need <laughs> that. No, I just uh, you know sometimes when the fire is low, then your accent is strong, and sometimes when the fire is high, <laughs> okay. then your accent is uh, unique. That <laughs> da. That's the Danya. So, swinging sword? Ah, uh, swinging, swinging sword it is. Okay. And then, uh, so you guys go in there and you speak to her, and what would you like to say to her? I look at my brother. And I look at her and say, uh, earlier you mentioned that you thought you knew what was causing all the trouble in town, before I knew that there was trouble in town. <laughs> now that I've learned all there is to know about the trouble, I have come to the source. What can you tell us about these ghosts and goblins in the woods? I don't know anything of uh, ghosts and goblins and things like that. Ah, goddamn it! <laughs> but she, but she says I, I, I do know. Uh, she says I, I. I bet you five ales that the next person does not know anything. <laughs> you know somebody we should go talk to. That I'm person. hungry. People only know things says, about the uh, about things uh, goings on in this town between the hours of 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. After 9 p.m., they don't know anything about what's going on. You need to go to bed. On. <laughs> but so she so she says I I don't really know anything about ghosts or anything. She's like I've heard I've heard rumors around the quarry and stuff. She's like, but I don't think that's the town's problem. Like, she said we've had some earthquakes and we've had some some weird like storms and stuff. But she says I think what's causing it is. What do you mean weird storms? She said, uh, well, it's about a month ago, which would have been towards the beginning of summer. She's like, uh, there was actually a tornado that passed over the Sumber Hills, and uh, I, I don't think it, I don't think it touched down, but there was definitely like people were saying it was swirling, and just last week we had that earthquake. Was our brother um, in the area at that time? She's no. like, uh, hmm. just last week we had that earthquake, and you yeah. you know about the earthquake, obviously, and uh, and I'd just be, I'd be like, does this coincide with when you felt it? Yes. Do, like, do I do I think anything was odd about this earthquake? I mean, yes. Like the up until a month ago, like net, there hasn't, there's never been an earthquake in this area. Okay. Now all of a sudden, in the last month, there's been about three earthquakes. I say yes. It is uh, very puzzling, and I repeat what he said. I'd look at the collection and be like, I'm going to be honest. We have felt some of these occurrences, and uh, we are trying to find out where they come. And I'd get very uh, serious. And she says, well. Well, I think I know where they come from. There's a place called Lance Rock. Probably. Oh, yes, like Lance Rock. I know all and about She's like, I think it has something to do with Lance Rock. She's like, there's just some of the rumors I've been hearing and stuff. Some of the kids said that there's a um, a plague that's happened and that it's afflicted people out at Lance Rock and stuff. And she's like, I really think that that's, that that's where this all comes from. And it's southwest of Red Larch. Like Red close Larch. or far away? It's about... 100 miles. It's about 10 miles. Would we pass the quarry on the way there? The south, southern quarry? Yeah. So we could go to the southern quarry and then go on to the rock? 
It'd be like you got. You guys have been traveling all day. I took navigators. What is the saying? Two birds with one lizard. I'm proud of you. Yes. <laughs> I don't. The lady said we should encourage him. Small steps, small steps. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm proud of what you, brother. You were whispering over there. <laughs> just, just, um, yeah, yeah. That's a, that works, you know. But do you have to like take the lizard and you would have to throw it? At, never mind. It, it works. You lost me. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, I love you, brother. <laughs> the, the, the thing yeah, is, I'm proud of you. You're a valuable <laughs> member of our team. <laughs> I value your input. We could not succeed but without you. But seriously, shut up. <laughs> So, so you guys have already tra- been traveling today. So you could travel out to the haunted tomb. You could travel out there today without having to try to check for exhaustion. But if you went out to Lance Rock today without resting tonight, you would have to check to see if you get exhausted. On on average, you travel about three miles an hour. The quarries are close, though, right? Yeah, they're right here in town. Okay. Like, well, then I say you definitely don't, don't have to check for exhaustion there. Maybe like okay, we've spoken to like every person in town today. Why don't we just take quarries today, and then perhaps tomorrow we can expand, and perhaps even our brother will... What does what does our brother think? What should we do, brother? Quarry. Good. I love Especially you, Especially since we are looking for ghosts. I mean, like... We should go at night. We so will, uh, I will rely so on your senses to uh, aid us when we get to the quarry. You will have uh, decided... Uh, it is my sole purpose for being So there. does Bantar, like, eat rocks and stuff? No, uh, not necessarily. I mean, he, he believes nature is nature, so he eats animals and stuff. That, but he uh, he would probably have no problem sleeping on a bunch of rocks or anything okay. like that, or you know. So the thing is, if you were if you did eat rocks, you would have a preference towards the south yes. one, and probably you would still have a preference towards the south, just because it's a more quality gemstones and stuff that they get out of there. Yes, the gemstones so. go down a little harder than the limestone, but. Uh, it's all good. It's all I don't good. know how you do that. <laughs> it's because my bowels are made of stone. <laughs> You're not serious, are you? I have no idea. <laughs> I love you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I mean, I guess, you know, if we need to hide uh, some gemstones or something, then... Uh, I put one in there once a week. Is that where you keep them? He's like a walking safe. Anytime I need to make a, a withdrawal... A little something into his drink. Well, but then wait, like, so which is it deposit when you give it to him or when he gives it back to you? No, that would be a withdrawal. I, maybe I'll just keep them in my back. <laughs> I start speaking to Weasel, <laughs> despite them. Oh, yeah, well, we have secrets too. <laughs> I, I'm like, what, what secrets do you and Weasel have? It's none of your business. No, I am interested in uh, is Weasel saying bad things about me? No, he thinks, uh, he thinks you are a bit, uh... Pretentious? Yes, yes, a little. What, why, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, by, uh, by Saloon's Light, I, uh, I, uh, would rather have you here than He thinks anywhere. you have a gambling problem. <laughs> like, that look, son of a bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> look, I don't know what I he, didn't why. want to say it out loud, but you made me. You gave I, me no other choice. I don't know why he thinks that. But I bet you five ales that I can go five days without drinking or without betting anything. I'll take that bet. I will take that bet as well. No, I'm just kidding. Just a day. <laughs> the day. Five ales. Integrous. Yes. Okay, tomorrow. I already drank the other five ales. I could use another five. Tomorrow I will 
Actually, like, Weasel wants to get on this bit. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, too much, too much action over here. I know when uh, it's a bad bit. Look, you know, we all have our vices. So uh, where would you guys like to go now? Uh, to the southern quarry. Okay. How long do you guys want to sit there and observe and... Just until the ghost shows up. Okay. So you guys sit there... I'd be like monkeying with water along the way and like yeah. picking up water off the ground. Like the building out the front which is closest to the long road. And then behind that is the actual quarry itself. And it's kind of, there's clearly, they're doing a lot of fracking. No, <laughs> there, there, there's like a, um, about a 15 foot escarpment basically where they're like cutting down into the ground and basically taking layers out to like mine for gems and things like that. Do you guys want to like go down into the quarry or do you want to kind of stay up on top where you can observe it? From from the reports that you guys have, the Let's get mass figures and the specters and stuff, like the ghosts were up on the kind of the hillside. Then that's where we would. Then that's to where be. we want to be. And I'd uh, I'd look to Bantar and be like, if you feel anything odd, then let us know. We'll do. Okay, so you guys sit there all night and nothing happens. So in the morning you see <sighs> the sun comes up and it's a beautiful day. And we are super tired. Yeah. Well, after a couple hours, I think we would have taken watches. I mean, we all yes. three wouldn't have stayed up the entire night if nothing's exciting going Slumber on. Slumber party, nobody sleeps. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> Beto. Okay, so, uh, so yeah, I'm assuming that's what you guys did. Then. Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah, you guys get your rest, and it, it's not near as comfortable as it would have been to sleep over at the, the Swinging Sword. I beg the difference. Kind of oh, yeah. That was like best sleep I've had in days. I'm actually curled up like in your belly button. <laughs> like, I, 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 yeah, I to stretch out from inside you. Oh, he man. loves to sleep on bedrock. <laughs> there was something poking my back most of the night. I think oh. Rock Rock might have the best puns. Rock's pretty good. Maybe. We'll see. Go hard in the paint, Rock. Well, Genasi. What? <laughs> no, it's so good. <laughs> okay, so I get it. In the morning, you see uh, I'm dumb. Dornan, <laughs> you see Dornan Finestone, and he looks like he's going in to open up his quarry. And you see him. He comes out and goes somewhere, and then he comes back. Uh, but he clearly lives at the shop. But he's opened it, and he's went somewhere, and then he's come back. So this he, guy needs better work-life balance. He's in there, and uh, so what would you guys like to do today? Are there any animals in the area? There's weasel. Besides my... <laughs> There's weasel. a weasel? What kind of animal are you looking for? One that I can speak to. Yeah, you you see several birds. There's some squirrels. Like, it's... It, this is kind of on the edge of town, and so, yeah, like, you would see, like, some rabbits, some squirrels, some I birds. I to attempt like, to speak to a rabbit or squirrel. Okay. You cast your spell, and what would you like to say to it? I would like to ask it if it's seen anything unusual around this area. He's talking to animals again. So, uh, <laughs> chirp, chirpity, chirp, chirp. Are, are you squeaky, 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 squeaky. Which animal were you speaking to? The rabbit, the squirrel. squirrel, or the... Okay, so the squirrel, it looks at you and it says, uh, out of the ordinary, he says, yes, yes. He says, uh, I have hidden my nuts all around this area. And he says, it's weird because I go back and some of the times they are not there. And he says, uh, it's very odd. Why do they disappear all the time? Hmm. I shall investigate this. This sounds perplexing. I would be most appreciative. Very anything like anything like a goblin. Well, I like it when I'm the smart one. Yeah. Uh, anything like a goblin, uh, you know, green skin, yay tall, or white 
a transparent thing, like ghost, uh, an area. He says, uh, yes, there has been a green skin figures around, but uh, I have not seen them recently. I have seen some other people besides those in town. They have a camp. He he points towards the Westwood. Okay. Uh, well, thank you. You've been most helpful. I will let you continue your nut gathering. And he says thank you, and he scratches his head a couple times, and then he okay. scampers off. I have something to report, brothers. What did you find out from? I spoke with Squirrely the squirrel, and uh, what, I, what did you find out from Squirrel? Squirrel. Are you sure it wasn't a moose? I'm pretty sure it was squirrel. It's what I do. Not moose. Squirrel. Moose has no good information. Only squirrel has good information. Squirrels get around more than moose. Uh, anyways. We're like, well, you would Besides know. the fact that squirrel has been missing his nuts, or people who are not from city and camp this way, and I point southeast to... Southeast of town. Yeah, southeast of town and west. Like, I am so tired of not sleeping in the bed. At least on the ship I had a cot. Oh, are you on the ship? You've never mentioned that before. Yes, thanks. Cheese. Don't be such a hothead. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, nah, yeah. Good joke. Never heard that one before either. <laughs> yeah. Did you learn about that one on your ship? Be like, well, if I did. Look, just because you slept outside doesn't mean... Never mind. So, the squirrel. <laughs> I told you all I know. Okay, so what would you guys like to do? So, he... You share their information yes. with them? Okay. So, he shares that there's some people camping... With on green the skin. Southeast. Was it hard to get the information? No, the the squirrel told you that the he hadn't no. seen any green skin people, but oh. that he saw regular people like those in the town. Oh, okay. But they were camping. But he in did the say he saw green skin people somewhere. Yeah, okay. a long time ago. He a said. long time ago. Yeah. Okay. So he was not stone faced with the information. You got to understand that speaking with the animals is it takes a certain technique because they are not as bright as we are. You are right. Yes. They are not as bright as we are. Very hard to get. Was it like trying to... It takes a long time to say something Was it like squeakish. Train... So we do not speak in squeakish unless we are willing to take a long time to speak it. Is it like trying to squeeze water from a stone? You are a moron. Yes, brother. Actually, I am a moron. Something else the squirrel tells you is, mm. he tells you that he was running through the woods to the northeast and that when he was running through the woods and stuff that he found like a skull with an arrow in it and he said whenever he got near it like he just got really sad and like it made him want to jump out of the tree and he said like went away from it and then come back and anytime he'd get near it it just made him really sad and he said um he thinks it's a really sad arrow and he doesn't he says you should probably avoid that. But he tells you distance and direction and... Latitude, longitude. And so, yeah, you could get to that. Yeah, Programs it into your to. GPS for yeah. you. Yeah. I say this to you guys, and I say, uh, I, do, I am not uh, one who knows much about ghosts, but perhaps maybe the feeling could be something from that. I, again, do not know, but perhaps it is worth looking at. We are in your territory now. We will follow you, but upwind. Okay. Because... Yes, last night was very awful with those cheesy mushrooms. <laughs> we were outdoors with those. Thank God. Okay. Much worse. I will lead them to that. Is it like on the complete opposite? Yes. Well, what sounds to, more interesting? To, to the northeast is where the haunted tomb is, and where he's described, where the squirrel described this arrow is actually further northeast. Okay. And then the 
southeast is where he said the people were camping. Okay. So where do you so, want to go? I will lead the way, but which one sounds... The, uh, the haunted tomb sounds like... Uh, the one near the, past the haunted tomb sounds like... I rode that last year deal. at uh, Disney World. It was not a very good ride. <laughs> I'd say we go to the Skull. Well, the Skull is past the haunted tomb. We could go to the haunted tomb on the way to it. Very well. Or you Dave, could go. You have a good plan. Or you could go to the arrow first and then come or back. We could do that. Either one, whichever. Yes, either one. Is this in the same direction as the Lance's Rock as well? No. Lance Rock is southwest of town. What are you guys doing? We're going to the haunted tomb. Yeah, haunted tomb. Haunted tomb. Haunted tomb. <laughs> okay, so so you guys traveled for about two hours to the northeast on the Red Large. We were Pass. harmonizing the whole yeah. way. Wait, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Okay, you guys can travel up the Red Large Pass, so that's fine. You guys get up so far, and then you turn off on the, like this little path that kind of goes where a lot of the kids frequently hang. When you guys travel, you guys get to where uh, the hillside that you. Be- you believe that, or Bantar believes that the the correct hill that they everyone has described, and you come, you see a a dark rectangular hole gapes amid the grass and vines of a nearby hillside. A stone door can be seen ajar in the tunnel's dim depths. The door bears chiseled marks that might once have been a name. So basically, this once could have been a name. Basically, there's like a small tunnel, and then this door that's slightly open it's a stone door and on the front of the door like it's been worn away like what probably was a name for a tomb can i make out the language i can't read never mind there's not enough of it anyways like it just looks like scratchings almost like it's slightly indented in part of it so you're saying it's ominous yeah very ominous i'm ominified look guys markings of some sort it's almost like it could have been a name, but it's been scratched away by the years. I was going to say, though, it could have been a name, and it's been worn away by the years. But you do find it odd that the door is open. I do find it odd, though, that like, the door is open. Probably I was a, just going to say that it's odd that the door is open. Door. Hey, guys, this looks like it could be a name that has been worn away through time. <laughs> 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 if you guys roll an insight check, you guys will find out that this is a door that's... <laughs> Uh, it wait, appears wait, wait. that there's a name. No, 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 don't tell me the oh, odds. Okay. Never tell okay. me the odds. Let me roll first. Okay. Oh, I got a, I got a 13. No, a 14. Okay, what'd you get? 17 plus whatever. 14. Inside is intelligence oh, based. No, it's wisdom based. Or wisdom. Yeah, wisdom. That would be a 19. 19, that's pretty good. 13. <laughs> it appears to be a name that's been worn down <laughs> through the ages. <laughs> Changes everything. We need to go back to town and talk to more people yeah. and drink. Yes. <laughs> Is the name Ghost? No. Okay. No. It it does appear does though. Say Casper. Like from its location, you would assume that it is from someone from Red Larch, probably a noble or something like that. But normally, the only ones that have tombs like this are people from Red Larch. What would you guys like to do? A a swirling uh, bit of water comes from out out of the ground, and I um, it starts to shine with a bit of light, and uh, I kind of just kind of push it uh, through the air uh, around the corner of the door and uh, I say uh, really turned on right now <laughs> oh I, I will go full swarthy voice on you so uh, you have to you have to see where you're moving it so are you moving up to the door yeah, to where you can yeah basically moving like, it up to the door okay. I'd be like 
I look at my compatriots and I say, well, we have come this far. I want to look at the ground for any tracks of unusual making. Okay, so I'll have you roll a wisdom survival and I'll have you roll a perception. That would be a 13. So you look for tracks outside of this tomb and you do find like... The door is open. Yeah, you, you find some little girl and children footprints, it seems like, and there's a lot of those. And then you find one set of tracks that looks like a larger humanoid, probably probably larger than human. Do they look fresh? Yes. I put my ear up against the walk and I say, or against the rock, and I say, a girl stand here. And I point to those tracks and I say, probably that Pell girl. Well, at least some part of the story is correct. Okay, so the stone door opens towards you guys, and it's open about a foot. And so you move to the side to where you can get your light to go through there, and you can see that on the other, just on the other side of the door, leaning up against it, are like several large metal wagon wheels. Someone has laid a clever trip here to make noise. If we go uh, further, perhaps uh, we should uh, disable this. If only Avargan was here. I may be able to remove them. Then I say that is our best choice. Uh, so um, I extend my hands out towards the ground and start um, pulling some of the water from the surrounding plants, and um, I, I get a good amount of it, and I kind of flush it into uh, the doorway to soften the uh, the fall of, of the equipment that is laid against it. I will try to grow some plant life on the ground as well to do this. To soften, basically, uh, soften the blow of of lifting things gently with the water and letting them slide down to uh, to the uh, the solid earth. You're you're able to do that as you slowly open the door and it like slowly lays it down mm-hmm. to where it doesn't make any noise. And then also when you were looking for footprints, you found footprints of a very large creature that was wearing boots. The booted bear. Has been rumored in this forest probably for almost a years. <laughs> like, like the a, one booted bear. The one booted bear. <laughs> probably almost a two foot long boot. Ridden by the one armed. There man. is a large boot print. What is this a boot? <laughs> is this the one is this the one booted bear? No. Is this about the boot one booted bear? Bears have four feet. This one looks like a two legged thing. If uh, you point this out then do you know what the what right type there. of thing this is? It is a boot of a humanoid, I would imagine. Rather large boot print. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this boot. Perhaps an orc, or maybe a larger creature. It wouldn't be an orc. It's too big to be an orc. A giant? What I would give a It'd comparison. Be more like a giant, yeah. Yes, okay. a giant was what I was thinking. But uh, how would such a large creature fit in here? Well, this door is it's, rather large. It, is it rather. would. A giant would have to duck to go okay. into the door. So eyes out for a giant. Okay, so you open the door and you can see that this uh, this tunnel extends at least 30 feet into the darkness. Do you guys have, any of you have dark vision or you do? Where are you at right now? Uh, well, currently I'm behind, but uh, if they need me to go in front, I will. Maybe like, uh, I would look at, um, at so, you. So the light cascades in, like when, because it, it's about 10 feet in before you get to the door. That's that's partly open. So you open that door and you like softly lay down those wagon those wheels. wagon wheels and stuff so they don't clang and stuff. And then you can see further ahead that it extends and the because the light kind of comes down in there so it's kind of dim. 
but you can see that it goes it's about 10 foot wide and it goes for at, at least 30 like more than 30 feet into the uh, the whole way extends beyond my yeah, vision but it's beyond your vision yeah okay um well i would look at my brothers and be like well if we're going to do this we should probably do this quietly and, uh, do you want to be the light or do you want me to be the light i cast move without trace Yes, and it's yep. cast on self, but the benefit goes to everybody around. Yep. Including so. Weasel. Including Weasel. Including Weasel. So I think that Bantar should go in front, myself behind producing light, and you behind me. Very well. We have our marching order. I, uh, I draw my crossbow and uh, knock an arrow. I draw my shield. So you, you guys do notice that because of the recent rain, that the tracks are pretty fresh. But when he casts his spell... Like you guys don't, like as you're walking, like you don't produce thing, footsteps or footprints and stuff. I'm I imagine the, I'm doing the moonwalk backwards. How long does that last? Hour. Mm. So you guys walk in. So what order are you going in? It's ten feet wide, so you can either be two abreast or you can be in a line or however you want to be. With weasel on my shoulder, Bentai with weasel on shoulder. Then uh, Valshan yeah. about ten to fifteen feet behind him. And then by. the uh, the watery Saltaba. In the back. Okay. How many? How much space is between each of you? I'll say 15 feet between me and Bantar. I'll say 10 feet between me and Valshan. Okay. So what's your light source, or do you have dark vision? I do not have His dark vision. His light source is me. It's him. He's producing flame. I'm producing light. Produce flame works for 20 feet of bright and then 20 feet of dim. So the... Um, and he so can see 60 feet, because he has dark vision. I know, I know he's fine, but he's 15 feet behind him, so... So he can see five feet in front of him, and what I'll do is I'll actually offset, so I'm still behind him, but I'll be off, so we're 10 feet wide, and okay. I'll be looking for, and if, obviously, if I see anything, I will tell him, like, I'll be telling him what's coming up or what's going on. You don't have to go too far to, you can see as you start to walk in here, 30 feet into this tunnel after the door, it opens up into a small square chamber at first you can't see the edges but then as you guys get closer you can in the very center of the room there's like a stone table stains and marks atop this slab suggest rusted objects were once arrayed on it and in the middle of the wall to the right of the entry passage is a closed and severely rusted iron door the hall enters the center of this room mm -hmm. and it's a 30 by 30 so it goes 10 feet that way 10 feet that way mm -hmm. And then it, in the very center of it is mm -hmm. a stone slab with what looks like there used to be some rusted objects on there. I'm assuming you stopped at the entryway. I, I'm assuming that you're walking in front. Yes. So I'm assuming that once you get to this room, you stop before you just, like, traipse in there. Well, if, so, if RPGs have taught got, us anything, we, if there's something in the center of a room... You, nothing touch it, will, touch it nothing immediately. Nothing bad happen to you. I, you, yeah, you go to the center it, of the room. Touch you go to the it, lick it, or pat it. Like, that's... Yeah. yeah, you should be fine. Well, I would okay. assume that Bantar is also continuing to track to yeah. see where these, particularly the giant footprints Correct. go. So the the floor of this is... Hey, guys, uh, that giant footprint stops right there where that giant foot is. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, you might want to check this out. <laughs> the the footprints do... like did a touch uh, the giant body. <laughs> when you first come in here, there was some mud and stuff from the foot, but then they just wear off, and then they you don't see any... It, it's a stone floor, like flagstone. So like it, it's muddy at first where people have walked in there, but then once you get in so far, like the mud kind of just wears off. And okay. 
there's no real tracks around here. I say that. I, I mention exactly when I lose track of what I'm looking for, and I say it. Uh, it's probably about 10 feet in. On. 10 feet in from the door is oh, okay. probably about where you <laughs> It just track. becomes too too difficult to track. Yeah. And I would ask him, be like, do the tracks turn around, or do you see no, tracks? they just wear away. I'd be like, and brother, this is an important question. Do you see any tracks going the other way? Out? Yes. He saw them going in and out of this place, the but big, it's hard to say. The if big they, footprints. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's hard to say. So there's multiple. It's hard to say how many there are or anything beyond that because there's so many footprints out there. Okay. Well, um, why? Uh, so I, if you I'd were like... a betting man, <laughs> what would you say the chances there are a giant inside this tomb? I'd say uh, we don't bet <laughs> on things like that. But if I was going to, <laughs> I bet there would be yeah. five ales that the giant resides in this place. Because it is daytime, and they uh, hunt by night. Well, no one has mentioned seeing a giant around town. I would think that uh, that would have been part of the conversation. Everyone else was so freely giving information. No one said, oh, by the way, there's a giant in town. The giants are resting here. I'd be like, but we did see the wagon wheels when they come in, and we know from the ale, or from the halfling that the he saw them absconding from the wagon maker's place. Where did you see wagon wheels? In the front of... Oh, yeah, in the... Yeah. You remember like five minutes yeah. ago when you said all the yeah. wagon wheels? When I talked about those wagon wheels? Yeah, yeah. that's, that's that when we sense. saw them in our brains. <laughs> yeah. No, when you talked about the wagon wheels, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember that now. Was when it, I, can, I was thinking you of You said there were wagon track. wheels and yes. things, and my brain immediately went to wagon wheels. I, I was thinking of wagon <laughs> looks like it could be a name of some sort. <laughs> yeah. And the tomb door is open. Yeah. Now I just have a Darius Rucker so you, so you've got wagon a, wheel song stuck in my head. So That's you've it. got a stone slab, and you've got a rusty door to the right. I would like to inspect the, the slab. I will draw closer and provide light. I, uh, I move, I, I move uh, up uh, with a quicker pace beyond See. the... So you look at the slab and it just appears to be completely solid and it's pretty clear that there were some rusted items that kind of like, because of the moisture in the air, like it kind of made them, the rust like bleed down the side of the the thing, but it doesn't appear like you could open it or anything like that like, mm. for, the, like for the stone slab. appears to be a work table of some sort. Yeah. Let us continue. Being a religious person, you would know, you would know that this is probably... For most tombs, you would have a section where people like put flowers and offerings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I am a religious person, and so yeah. Where, where did they keep the giants in the tomb? Yeah. In the giant tomb. It'd be like deeper. Deeper in the tomb. Yeah. Okay. I'd be like, Behind the iron doors. How many tombs have you been in? Uh, two this week. No giants, either hmm. one. Did you go to tombs without me? Well, I guess I did. I go to a tomb without you. Okay. If you need me to help you pay respects, Saloon, she is a, a kind deity. She would uh, watch over your deceased. It was very girl. Ah, I have a pair of... How romantic. Who, I have a, there is a woman who almost stole me from the sea. But uh, it seems that, uh, unfortunately, you guys have stolen me first. So you can see that this door is very heavily rusted. Are does, you? Does it appear to have been opened recently? By, like, say, a giant... It does not appear that it's been open recently. I mean, like, brother, does this giant bother you? A little bit, yes. I mean, like, we are... Relax. They, we are plenty capable of dealing with a giant. They're actually really nice people. 
there there doesn't appear to be any cobwebs or anything on this door though. But there's not really a whole lot of cobwebs in this whole area. Yeah. So does, yeah, does this place appear to be clean? Yes. Okay. Well, we go through the door. Okay. So as soon as you touch the door to open it, a spectral image comes through, and brother, you may want to check that door for traps. <laughs> it's a human that's he's shrouded in full plate. I start pulling him out my salt. He like phases through the door and comes towards you guys, and you kind of have to take a step back when he. Like, <laughs> it, sho- it shocks you a bit when he comes through, and he go, says, go, 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 go. Uh, "I think we like, found our ghost." I start like throwing salt over myself. Yeah. Leave my master's tomb right now, or face my wrath. I'd be like, um, uh, Spectre's ghost, we mean no intrusion. Uh, we only seek, uh, information. There, something has drawn us to this place. I am no ghost, you fool. Now leave before entering my master's tomb. Have you seen a giant or a little girl? There is something uh, amiss. We we are we have all been called from sections of the world to this place. You have, you have not been, been called, called here. You are wrong. It was a I would dial. I will tell, I will you, tell you like, like I, I tell, tell the, the told, the told the little girl, girl that came here. This is not your place. You must leave, or face my wrath. Okay, so you did see a little girl. Did you see a giant too? I'd be like we we mean we mean you no harm, but. We are here for a reason, and we have not come so far as to not get more information. Saloon has guided me here. Goddess of the moon? Only, Only death, death is beyond, beyond this door, door for you, for you traveler. traveler. I'd be like, so we it should go, It doesn't seem to right? be answering <laughs> yes. the question about the giant. <laughs> so you ask him about the giant? I have, I have seen, seen no, no giant, giant here. here. I'd be like, who is your master? Master, master Trebador. He was, he was buried, buried here, here long, long ago. ago. Well, then let us pay our respects to him. You can you pay, pay your, your respects respect here, here in the, in the tribute, tribute room. room. I ask you, what, uh, what tribute should we give to the master? He'll take gold, master check. Visa, gold, master. Not Amex, like that. He, he says... Uh, Discovery. He was he a was believer a in Paylors. Anything, anything that produces, that produces light, light will, will satisfy, satisfy him. him. I go sit on the altar. <laughs> no, I uh, I would like to uh, again draw upon some of the water uh, around me or in my pack, and I it says I can make uh, crude images, so I make a um, an image of the sun in ice, and then uh, I illuminate uh, the ice with uh, iridescent glow of of the moon. I will sprout a flower in my hand and pick it and lay it on the tomb. Okay. I'd be like, hopefully, I'd look at him as I'm, as I'm shaping this, this, uh, this image of the sun. I'd be like, I, I hope this would please the master. It does, it does please, please the master. master. I thank, I you, thank for you for your tribute. tribute. Now, now please, please make, make your way, way out, out of here, here to the to safety, safety of the outdoors. The outdoors. I, I, would, uh, I would say that uh, we have come so far and seek more information about uh, what has drawn us to this place. W- what goes on in this place that keeps you from your afterlife and peace. I am not dead, you fool. I have been guarding here for over a week. He's dead though, right? (laughs) He is in fact dead. Like, he is a ghost, but he clearly doesn't know it. How do you pass through wall? So, he looks down at himself, and he sees that he has a giant, like, sword mark through his chest and stuff, 
you can see like a look of recognition over his face and anger and hatred starts to pour over his face and his face like shifts to where he like, like stay with me he clearly stay with me he, he clearly looks like <laughs> don't go to the dark dead, side like a ghost now oh and snap. he he draws his sword and he charges you okay i'm gonna have everybody roll how many times i've told you stop talking to things yeah <laughs> Your accent gets very wild when you get scared. <laughs> when it's about to be combat, I slip a little Jamaican in there. <laughs> what is this? It only changes when he's speaking primordial. Don't worry, everything's going to be... He's speaking a different language. Yeah. Should we perhaps uh, okay. leave? Uh, so, I'd be like, let's make like a tree and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so he, scream, <laughs> he screams at you and draws his sword, and then he charges at you. And he grabs you with his hand and tries to take the life out of you. No, don't do that. That happened. Okay. Rocky warned us that he would roll natural twenties all night. Yeah. And by God, that's what he did. Does he get to act before me? Yeah. Okay. He, I rolled a critical on his uh, initiative as well. Okay. Well, his his initiative would be twenty two. What was yours? Twenty one. Yeah, he goes before. Yeah, me. so he would go before you. Hmm. He could murder you outright right now. I'm really hoping he doesn't. What did I say? You don't kill me on just the first roll. Well, yeah, I'm dead. I'm down. I've already seen it. I'm down. I'm I've seen I'm seen it. <laughs> I literally said the one thing I said it was like, "Don't kill me on the first roll." <laughs> so that's gonna be. I run. That's gonna be 19 necrotic. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. How many hit points do you 15. have? 15. So, oh, okay. Whew. So you're not dead, dead. You're I, mostly dead. I thought he was gonna outright kill you on the first go. I was, oh yeah, you guys are level two. Yeah. Right. Level one that would have just killed you, but if it's double your hit points, right? Yep. It, so he grabs you and like you just start turning like deathly pale and like you guys can see it's, <gasps> he, oh, he starts sucking no, the No, I use my you. reaction to give him disadvantage. What reaction? Warding, warding water. Yep. Ha! And uh, water je- jettisons from the giant uh, water skin on my back and uh, a piece of ice uh, goes to block this thing. So then it will be a 15. That is a miss. My AC is 16. Okay. So he tries to grab you, and this water, like, flies up, distracts him enough to where he almost grabs a hold of you. He grabs through my, yeah, my armor. And (laughs) as his hand goes by your head, uh, his hand is like a, just a dark jet black. It just, it does not look good. So he tries to grab you. I saw my life flash before my eyes. Yeah. He tries to grab you and fails, and then... So uh, then you would react immediately after he tries to grab you. Yeah, I uh, I, re- I respond to be like, uh, jettisoning from the water, it it, uh, it expands in a poof of mist as uh, moon glow uh, emits from this place, and uh, I uh, use the radiance of the moon to try to shun him away, and he needs a dexterity save. Eight. Fail. So he takes two radiant damage. Okay, so then... Uh, so, th- you know... Calmness, people. Calm down. Calm down. Words have been said. Things have been done. No need for violence. We will go and leave you to your master in your tomb. Cool? We cool? Cool? His visage changes none at all when you talk to him. Firebolt to the face. <laughs> hit. 17. Actually, it's like 19. That will hit. Three points of damage. And fire streaks from my hand and pops him in the face. And then I'm going to move 30 feet down the fucking way uh, the way we came. Did you just go Boston on me? Yeah. <laughs> you flee the tomb, and then... But the fire does, like, hit him and explode, and the mode of fire hits him. Okay. Weasel! Distraction! And then I grab him and run out. 
Okay, so are you going to let him grab you? Uh, sure. I do. Okay. So you run over to him and grab him, and then you come back and you get to the, the doorway. Because you can only move half your speed when you're carrying someone else. Okay. Well, I'm trying to get, you know, with him. Actually, grab move. Yeah, you could dash as well, basically. So, uh, because he's not resisting you grabbing him or anything like that. So, you could just grab him and so you could dash as well. So, you get about 10 feet down the hallway. Okay. Like, exiting. Okay, so, then he will pursue you. He will... Lash out he seems me. to be angry, angry at you still. So he well, technically he'd be hitting me then, wouldn't he? Since he is on my shoulders. No, that doesn't matter. Okay. Like uh, I tried. You you did. You got me away. How many times can you do that? Three times per long rest. Are you gonna do it now? I'm gonna just do got it. Got a twenty-three. Yeah, I think I'm afraid of this ghost. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm another jettison of water pops up. So sixteen. That is that hits me. Make a Constitution save. 13. Okay, so he grabs you and, like, your very life force starts to be pulled from you. But, uh, and you take 11 necrotic damage. But then you manage to fight the permanency of that. He learned his ghost-like abilities rather quickly. And then um, Sultava, it's going to be your turn. <laughs> uh, Saloon, guide this bolt and take this beam. Hang in there, brother. Uh, and then uh, I uh, use a uh, guiding bolt to uh, assault this this thing. Is that a ranged attack? That is a, a ranged attack. So he, you're going to have disadvantage on it because he's melee with you. Can I wait for him to carry me then away? He's going to get I ready in action that when he carries me further away that I shoot that. Okay. Sounds good. And then Valshon. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> you're, you're like... Right at the door, basically. All right, so uh, I, I will turn and be like, "Brothers, come on, hurry, hurry!" And then when I see this happening, I will. It's my turn. I will once again fire bolt through the face. Okay, so it has cover. Uh, got the seeks. Okay, so that will miss anyway. Um, that was a warning shot. Leave my brother alone. <laughs> so it, it, your fire bolt like flies up and it just smashes on the edge of the tomb hallway, and then. I stand completely still. No, I run as far <laughs> as fast as I can. Okay. So I throw him to the ground. <laughs> yeah, take him! <laughs> I never even liked water anyway. <laughs> that suck. So, it will then attack you. Well, no, my ready to action procs. Huh? My ready to action procs. Yeah, as soon as I get out of range, soon ready to action. Mm-hmm. Well, first, the attack of opportunity ha- happens. Okay, on so me or him? It's going to attack you, so... Because you're you're still going with him, so you're leaving his threatened area. I've cover. I'm getting carried. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes, you have. Well, you could defend the rocks. You can just body. disengage, but technically, and then run further away. That's what I'm doing. Okay, I have no intent of fighting this. So guy. he disengages. He didn't fight, so he yeah. uses his action to yeah, disengage. dashing or whatever that. Yeah, it's yeah. disengage. And I'm a if, worn piece it, of equipment. So if you disengage, you can move 15 feet down the hall. Yeah. Okay. So I am. He is not. Now yeah. and then, once you get out, then you can do your do your guiding. That bolt. thing. We should totally do this every combat. I just hold both of you guys, and then that's I can disengage. You guys that one right. Yeah, I, that's a high number. It's We've a broken the game. <laughs> you add and five uh, to your spell attacks. Yeah. Efficiency um, and wisdom. And uh, so that hits, and then he takes four dice six of light or of radiant of moon glow. Respectable. Eighteen points of radiant damage, and the next person that hits him has advantage. 
as he is covered in the soft glow of a saloon. There's no soft glow. You? Like That's you can funny. see when the the moonlight like hits him and it starts like searing him and he starts to like scream out in pain and then he just dissipates. <laughs> he is vanquished. Thank you, saloon. I'm able to get a carry be like, brother, you can put me down. I eventually stop after I'm done running, after I get to him. Okay, so you guys get back out to the... Do you guys just go to the door, or do you keep going to the exit, or...? I just get to him, drop him off, and uh, say, is everyone okay? Yes, uh, I'm fine. You'd see uh, Sataba is, like, stark white with, uh, he's lost some of his, uh... You've lost some of the other color. Positively <laughs> I look, uh, I look unholy. You, you look like you've seen a ghost. Uh, I look like I felt a ghost. He, he tried to re- reach and, and wrench my soul from my body. <laughs> he does not know you don't have a soul. Of course I have a soul. I bet you don't. I'd be like, hey, well then this wouldn't hurt. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.